Welcome to Danny Houlihan's Irish Experience podcast. Join Danny on a journey through the historical island of Ireland, its people and the wild Atlantic Way, which is Ireland's last frontier. Experience the music and the culture that makes up the longest coastal driving route in the world. Now, please welcome your host, Danny Houlihan. Curran Falta, Grian Clausha Specialta, Law Fela Padrig. His Mission Don Lo Hulakan, a studio of Balavanan, Vanon the Shonana Kunde Kiri. Welcome to you all today for this special program on St. Patrick's Day from Danny Hulahan's Irish Experience Show. Our program today is broadcast from our Balavanan studio here under the mouth of the River Shannon, North Kerry Island, in the old barony of Arachte Connor. It's going to be a great traditional day here along the banks of the Shannon River. The breeze is blowing in from the estuary. The views of Kerryhead and Loophead and Kilkerdan are fabulous. Dolphins are at play in the estuary. The dawn is breaking. It's going to be a lovely day here on St. Patrick's Day. On this day, thousands of our Irish people celebrate our patron St. Patrick. In keeping with our old Irish customs of dancing, singing and, of course, our famous parades that will take place today around the globe in honour of our patron St. Patrick. We start our special programme today with a piece of music I recorded on the Ilham Pipes many years ago. This is an old one and it's fitting on the day. A very, very old one. The Morning Star with the cover title Rebel Raider.
powerful tune, The Morning Star. Getting our feet tapping. You're listening to Danny Hulhan's Irish Experience from the banks of the Shannon River on St. Patrick's Day here in North Kerry Island. Now, we travel back in time to places where our ancestors assembled and prayed, even took shelter in times of trouble, the ancient holy wells. In this episode, I look at one of the wells in the area of Ballybunnan, now gone and covered in in modern times, but never forgotten. This well had apparently curative powers. Tuburi on Donig, the king of Sunday's well. Welcome to episode two in my podcast. My name is Danny Hulhan. In this series, I'll explore the rich landscape of ancient Erin. Holy Wells, part one. The landscape of ancient Erin holds its unique heritage from the dawn of time. Its practice, its religion, and his people, all interwoven into Danny Hulhan's Irish experience. Patterndale and Holy Wells. Tuberi on Downing, the king of Sunday's Well, was the name given for the Holy Well located on the Glen Road Valley Bunyan in North Kerry. The well was marked on the Ordnance Survey maps of the time of the 1800s. The stone line well was constructed below ground level at the base of an earlier promontory fort called Goats Island. Nothing remains today of the well, which was once covered in by the cliff scaling, and also the local council closed the well due to the well being vandalised. The well originally gave water to the settlement above and was an integral part of the promontory community which existed during the Iron Age and early Christian period. In its history, the well had a local tradition of a holy trout which could be seen in the well, and experiencing this apparition, a person's health was restored. Therefore, it had curative purpose. Another tale related that the well was located on the other side of the public road, but when a local woman washed her clothes in the well, it relocated to its present position. On the annual Pattern Day on the 15th of August, a religious day in Ballybunion, Mass was said at the local parish church in St. John's Ballybunion. The priest condoned evil and promoted the righteous commandments of the Lord. When Mass was over and proceedings finished, a parade took place to the Holy Well, led by the parish priest in prayers, and the sound of hymns to the Lord echoed down the Glen Road as the procession arrived at the Holy Well. Prayers were said, and the congregation then dispersed. However, some remained, and a carnival atmosphere prevailed. Large potting jars were handed out and snuffed. What started out as a religious occasion turned into a full-scale riot. The parish priest was outraged at the time and read individuals from the altar. This had no effect. The local constabulary at the time expressed their deep dissatisfaction and read the riot act. When senior officers were caught drinking poteen and others who got belts of horseshoes into their craniums. A ban was then placed on the annual festivities surrounding the Holy Well. 
much to the upset of the locals and the hawkers who had lost trade. They later moved their operations to the main street in Ballybunion. However, all were under the watchful eye of the local constabulary barracks who restored law and order. Sadly today, all that remains of the Holy Well is a streamlet of water meandering its way to the sea. Now long-forgotten memories of revelry confined to the pages of local history. Tuburi Andonig, the king of Sunday's Well and its traditions. Now for a bit of music to get the feet tapping on St. Patrick's Day. This is piping hot. Piping hot, let him remember and the minstrel boy. I hope you enjoy that. Now we travel along the Shannon Estuary to Barry Longford and his Lockton Abbey, or Friary as it was known as, for his history and his culture. So sit back and relax, another bit of history. Welcome to Danny Houlihan's. Irish experience. In this episode, I will visit the famous ruins in North Kerry, known as the Slockton Abbey of Friary, which is located on the outskirts of the beautiful village of Ballylongford. Liz Lockton Abbey is visited every year by thousands of visitors who stop and walk around its captivating ruins. The remains of the Friary are unique which enthralls all who wanders around this famous holy place. I have visited this famous ruin on a number of occasions. In fact, I have played my pipes there, and it never lets me down. I will always discover something new about this Lockton. Relations of mine and old friends repose there, and the O'Connor Carey chieftains are interred there. This is a special place for me. Approaching the old friary, in modern times from the main public road, one can get the sense of its former scale. This fine structure stands out on the North Kerry skyline. Its old cut stones still defying the elements over the centuries. Old pen and ink drawings of the 1800s gives us a clear picture of the ruin. Clad in ivy, surrounded by tall trees, its fine bell tower standing proud over the friary. Indeed, a captivating building 
to anyone approaching it from a distance. This aspect is part of our story. Standing within the historic, impressive ruins of the Zlachtan Friary, or Abbey, as is known locally, in the beautiful scenic surroundings of Bani Longford and Kerry. What impresses me most about the location of the Friary is its isolation from the village. Standing here within the crumbling walls of this once special Friary of the O'Connor Kerry clan, one can imagine the sounds of its famous bell echoing around the Kerry coastline, calling the Friars to prayer and meditation. The ornate writing of sacred scriptures and falling leaves from the trees in the wind, and the sounds of daily life within the friary. Looking at this impressive ruin, I can see that the structure was altered and changed over the lifetime of its use. This has added to its unique tapestry. The friary of this Lockton got its grant from Pope Sixtus IV, and was founded in 1478 under the direction of Chieftain John O'Connor Kerry, the friary was reputed to have been constructed on an ancient monastic site established in 1089 by St. Lockton of Belcabra, County Cork. An order of the Franciscans were chosen to use the friary in 1509. We read in the Annals of Ireland, during the Cromwellian invasion, the friary was attacked, rebuilt with additions of a transept, tower and cloister. The chancel, the oldest part of the abbey, was built in the Gothic style, under the instruction, according to historians, of Thomas Morris, who died in 1280. Tradition relates he was buried left of the high altar. Confined within the confines of the friary, there are many graves, attributed to the chiefs of the O'Connor Kerry clan. I stood at one, which is reputed to have belonged to John O'Connor Kerry chieftain, who departed this life in the year of 1543. This was a unique experience for me. The tower contained the famous bells, which were used by the friars for daily prayer, and was used as a place for living and for storage of valuable goods of this Lockton Abbey. Sadly, the tower is now gone due to time and conquest. Its bells, according to historians, are now in St. Mary's Cathedral, Limerick. In the Annals of Ireland, we read in the year 1540 that the friars of this Lockton Friary continued their mission in the Abbey, regardless of the fact of the dissolution of the abbeys and monastic centres, which had occurred during the reign of King Henry. Again, within the pages of these ancient annals, we read, Elizabethan forces in 1580 surrounded the Friary with military forces under the command of Grey during the Desmond Rebellion and looted the abbey. The friars fled with their precious religious vessels into the woods of Valley Longford for sanctuary. However, three friars stayed in the abbey to continue their holy mission. This was a mistake. Daniel Handrahan, Philip O'Shea, Morris Scanlon were seized by the English soldiers and brought before the high altar and clubbed viciously to death. Liz Lockton Friary was a beautiful structure within the woody landscape of Valley Longford its tower breaking the Irish skyline. Its design has been compared to Adair Abbey. Anyone approaching it was stunned with its construction and location. Again we read in the Annals of Ireland that on one occasion, 
Cromwell's military approach the fiery, and experiencing its visual beauty, turned away from their imminent seizure of the fiery. However, a friar, observing the army departing the vicinity, in rejoice, went to the belfry and pulled on the ropes of the bells. The bells sounded. The commander in charge of the troops saw this as an act of defiance and returned to the friary, burning it to the ground and putting his holy friars to the sword. In the history of the friary, we read in the year 1860 that the abbots were still being appointed as guardians to the friary by the Holy See. But due to the turmoil of the period, the abbey was never reoccupied. Main archaeological features of this Lockton Abbey or friary this Lockton has a unique handmade limestone east window in the pointed arch style, which is separated into four lights. Another feature of the friary is the sedilia located south of the high altar. Just to mention a few features of the friary. This Lockton friary is now silent. No more the chance of its friars resonate within a Gothic-style friary. The quills that grace the parchment contain the gospels are now silent. The cry of his friars, Handrahan, O'Shea and Scanlon. Their story is still remembered within its well-preserved walls. Now shrouded within a large graveyard, entombs the chieftains of the O'Connor Kerry clan. Its founder, John O'Connor Kerry, chieftain of his clan, reposes along with many friends, locals and families, a testament to the O'Connor Kerry clan. When you visit Ireland, why not pay a visit to Liz Lockton and experience its history and its culture and the beautiful village of Ballylongford located on the wild Atlantic Way? Thank you for joining me on my visit to Liz Lockton. If you have missed any of my podcasts, please check out my episodes on my site, iTunes, Amazon and Apple Podcasts. Through its people, its heritage and its rugged coastline, this is truly Danny Hulham's Irish Experience. Liz Lockton Abbey and its famous history and culture, a part of the Wild Atlantic Way and its rich history. Now, as it is St. Patrick's Day, this tune will put your feet stomping and indeed will get you up off the floor to dance. This is St. Patrick's Day.
I hope you've enjoyed our second St. Patrick's Day show. I have, and for those of you who have tuned in from around the world today, as I've said before, we have all honoured St. Patrick, our Irish culture and music today. All the music on this show can be obtained from iTunes. Just a reminder, check out all my podcast episodes, which are available on all platforms. And don't forget to follow my show. Also, this year it will be on YouTube. Danny Hoolan. And don't forget, click on the like button and subscribe if you want to hear more of my episodes. Finishing off the show, a few more tunes on my famous pipes. I put the pipes through spaces now. This is Cosmic Flow. And for now, Sloan. show through its people its heritage and its rugged coastline this is truly danny hulahan's irish experience bye for now